Welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. You know, when we look up and down the aisles of the supermarket, we've got about 40,000 products there. Um, when we go into the produce department, there's probably about 600 different products there, which is amazing to me uh, because the produce department is really what sets the stage for that whole shopping experience. It's the aromas, it's the colors, it's almost like aromatherapy that puts consumers in a better mood to buy and to stay in the store longer. And today we're going to talk about one of the most sustainably produced foods in the United States. Number one, do I have your interest yet? Because all that we care about these days, certainly when we look at Generation Z and millennials, is sustainability, is transparency, where are foods coming from, how are they made, nutrition, all of that. And as I said, today we're talking about one of my favorite foods, which are are, and I'm using that word intentionally, mushrooms, because there are just so many variety of mushrooms. I love mushrooms. And even when I go into the store and buy mushrooms, I probably pick, you know, the two or three varieties that I'm the most comfortable with. Well, we're going to talk about all the varieties, why mushrooms are so important in our diet. And we're going to get a behind the scenes look at the unique growing process of mushrooms and their sustainability. And with us, we've got two mushroom experts, Gail Ferranto from One of Foods and Bella Mushroom Farms and Heather Harder from the Mushroom Council um, with us. Both of you, welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. Thanks, Bill. Happy to be here today. Same, Bill. Great to be here. So, Heather, let me let me start off with you. Um, what is the Mushroom Council? I mean, we, we know we've got all these groups that, that are, you know, uh, working together with mushroom growers and, and other commodity groups to make sure the consumers get the word out. But tell us more about the Mushroom Council. Certainly. The Mushroom Council is a USDA-regulated commodity board. So what that does mean is that we receive an assessment from growers that hit certain thresholds of their production. And we at the Mushroom Council use that on behalf of all of the uh, mushroom growers in the United States, as well as those imported in from uh, Canada. And we use it for research and promotion. So Heather is the industry communications coordinator with the Mushroom Council, and she works to provide the management, marketing, and sales staff at all the farms with the information, including media reports, trends, and data for their use with their customers, with their retailers, on their blogs, and so on. Uh, Gail is the president of One of Foods and oversees the day-to-day -day operations. They grow, harvest, and pack local Pennsylvania mushrooms every day. They ship them out to our local stores throughout the country. Their growing facility has 16 mushroom houses. And I'm going to ask you about mushroom houses, Gail, which total 116,000 square foot. And that's amazing to me. It's a three-generation family business. And Gail, you know, coming up in this family business, uh, tell us about your experiences in the mushroom industry. Why did you decide to continue the tradition? Well, it's been in my family for three generations now. Uh, my grandfather grew mushrooms, and then my mother started our wholesale business, um, which supported the growing operation in 1972. So I was just really born into it. So, I mean, it's all I really know is mushrooms. And 
Uh, it's part of our community here, and, and it's really exciting, and it's very demanding, which is somewhat addictive, I would say, but yeah. it's, it's great to be involved in something that's so healthy and beneficial, both to people eating mushrooms and also growing mushrooms here. It's very sustainable. So, you know, that's why we want you here to pick your brain and, you know, tell me about the sustainability. How are mushrooms actually grown and why are they the the most sustainably produced food? Mushrooms are grown in houses without windows. So they're windowless houses and they're grown uh, vertically in vertical beds. So we can grow approximately 1 million pounds in less than one acre of land. So that in itself is pretty amazing and also sustainable because our footprint is pretty small. The other thing we do is we take recycled ag products from other commodities, uh, such as hay and straw and cocoa holes, which are byproducts, and we use them as part of the growing medium to grow mushrooms. So we take those composted agricultural materials and we use them for the food chain. It's very scientific, Phil. I mean, this is like the real brief version. And it takes us about 10 to 12 weeks to grow a crop of mushrooms. And once that crop is completed, we take all that agricultural material out of the mushroom house and we recycle it for potting soil and other um, farms. They actually come and take it and put it on their land for nitrogen to put back into, you know, the farm process for whatever outdoor crop they might be growing. So I understand that also mushrooms or growing mushrooms uh, require very little water. Uh, they have very little CO2 emissions. Um, and, and that has to help in this era where everybody's very concerned about water and emissions. And, and it's really a, a great story. I remember I did a segment Oh, back on the Today Show, I want to say about 20 years and um, talked about different ways that you should store different foods. And I talked about, you know, when you buy mushrooms, take them out of that container, wrap them in a paper towel, then put them back in that container and they're going to last longer. And I must have gotten at that point in time maybe over 10,000 emails from viewers who said, wow, I never knew that. That's a great tip. Was I right? Well, maybe at the time, Phil, that may have been the case with the styrofoam container. And But technology's improved in our packaging materials, too. And we now use a recycled uh, container. And the film that we use to overwrap the mushrooms is has microscopic holes. So what we recommend is when the consumer brings the package home, if they buy them, if they purchase them packaged, to leave them in their refrigerator packaged. And when they're ready to use them, clean the mushrooms and cook from that point. Uh, We don't recommend cleaning them and storing them. So Heather, I just came back from a couple weeks ago, Expo West, um, the big natural products expo show in Anaheim. And clearly the number one trend that was all over the place was plant-based everything. Now, you know, plant-based everything is nothing new to the Mushroom Council. I remember years ago when when you were first starting out, um, talking about the blend, doing a lot of research. What exactly is the blend and why should, you know, our, our retail dietitians be promoting it? Why should, you know, our consumers be trying it? Well, the blend become another way to have a plant forward diet. 
we encourage taking ground mushrooms and adding them into your favorite ground meat recipes. So whether it's burgers, meatball, taco meat burritos, basically taking mushrooms, chopping them. Sometimes people use their food processor. Some people prefer just to cut them with a knife um, and mixing them into your ground beef. In the case of a blended burger, it's probably about a 25% mushroom to 75% meat ratio. Seems to make a really healthy burger that holds together well. Um, you can do higher ratios of mushrooms with things like tacos and burritos and chili. And to be honest with you, having tasted the blend, um, I frankly prefer it to just 100% ground beef. I find it to be tastier. I like the mouthfeel better. Um, so I know you're working with retail dietitians um, and having, you know, contests uh, with them about the blend. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. We do try to promote the blend, especially with the retail dietitians. I mean, they're on ground zero with the consumer at the uh, grocery store. So it's a great way to get our message out um, to the consumer. A lot of the retail dietitians do use our Blenditarian site. Uh, we do do a contest monthly that give them an opportunity for small cash prizes uh, and get their recipes out there. But it is also a way for them then to experiment with blending try different uh, recipes on their own that they're able to bring to their um, customers at the store. So, Gail, one one fast fact um, that I just discovered, which I never knew, is that mushrooms double in size every day. Is that true? It is really true. It's amazing. Uh, I think we have a time-lapse uh, video on our mushroomcouncil.org site where um, you know, a very small pinhead can double in size every day. And, wow. and that's really true. I mean, they grow right before your very own eyes. That is so cool. Um, and last question, you know, we've got to talk about nutrition and this is really directed at, at both of you. Let's talk about the nutrition of mushrooms besides using it you know, in, in the blend and so on. But the mushroom itself, how nutritious really are they? Well, mushrooms are low in calories. They're fat-free. They're cholesterol-free, gluten-free, which, again, a lot of people are turning to right. those gluten-free right. diets. Again, as I said before, they're low in sodium. So they're really uh, nutrition powerhouses. They have a lot of the vitamins, and they're the only source of vitamin D that you can find in the protozyle. Huh, I didn't know that. And, and in fact, uh, a couple of years ago, um, I actually took a test for vitamin D and found that I was, you know, deficient in vitamin D. So I started taking supplements. So you're telling me, forget the supplements. I can just get it naturally from mushrooms, which I far prefer. Right. All, all mushrooms do have some level of vitamin D. There has uh, been some movement also to um, put some mushrooms under UV light and they will actually absorb vitamin D just like um, people do. So we were able to put some, or ho some higher volumes of vitamin D into mushrooms into retail. A lot of the other varieties of mushrooms, because we have more than just the white and brown mushroom today, mm -hmm. and the exotic mushrooms have really been getting a lot of speed lately. Uh, the shiitake, the oyster, Love the shiitake. Um, yeah. king oyster, the maitake, the pom-pom, they're finding uh, a lot of different health benefits in those mushrooms. And I think there's more to come on that front. So we're excited about that. I know I'm not, not supposed to say it, but shiitake is my favorite mushroom. If I had one mushroom to pick, I know you guys can't play mushroom favorite game, but I can. 
So, so Gail, Heather, thank you so much for joining us on Lost in the Supermarket. And if people want more information about mushrooms, uh, Heather, where should they go? They can go to uh, www.mushroomcouncil.com. That is our consumer site. Tons of recipes, tons of nutrition and sustainability information. It's a really good clearinghouse for all information on all things mushrooms. Terrific. Thank you both so much and have a great day. Thank you.